following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Let me say something else, too, about Mo Patton. Mo has done it all. I mean, he's covered the Titans. He's covered the Vols. He's done high school. He's a fantastic writer. He's now actually hosting a talk show every day in Columbia that is outstanding. Mo, you know me because we've covered high school sports for years together. Ever since I moved here, you were one of the first people I met, and I just adore you. Tis the season to be hectic. I will say it is the craziest time of year. Everyone's like, oh, it's the most wonderful time of year. I'm like, oh, it's the busiest time of year. But I got to tell you, it's my favorite. A season full of joy and cheer. I can't tell you how many times in the middle of our show, I have sent those two fools a text and said, yo, get back on track. (laughs) (laughs) Cut their mic. But the show's just getting started. Oh, well, it is the holiday season. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton and the Sun Drop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow, this is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back in to the top of our number two. Excited to be here with you on this Thursday edition talking college football just about the rest of the way. And Mo, if you didn't know, part of our pick'em includes Jackson State and the Celebration Bowl. So, should be fun. Um... Yesterday was early National Signing Day, and our friends on West End put the victory flag up, JP. Anchor down, baby. They called called Signing Day a win for Vanderbilt football. Thought that was... Let me ask you something. (laughs) How many college football programs are there? In FBS? 130. 130 in FBS. Show me the one that didn't call yesterday exactly. a win. Yeah. Florida. They did mm. not call it a win? Oh, yeah. It was sure? definitely not a win. Well, no, I'm I'm sure it was not a win, but I guarantee you they called they it called a win. <laughs> I don't know. They pro- I don't know that they posted anything. You know what? Jacksonville <laughs> State also may not have called yesterday a win, to be honest with you. Because I think we signed like four kids. So... You know, let's start somewhere. Well, poor guy, Rich Rod only had like 14 days to work. Let's give him some, <laughs> let's give him a break. But JP did come in wearing his uh, this Vanderbilt hat, and that's a win because that's a solid. Cap. It is a solid cap. It's uh, yeah from it's from like three or four years ago. Vandy, their Sunday patriotic, mm-hmm. uh, the baseball, the Vandy boys. Yeah, uh, I think this year was a little different their caps, but uh, but I like this the that's star solid. V. With the American flag in the middle of the Starby, it's uh yeah, it's a really good look. I'll tell you who else called yesterday a win. <laughs> Jackson State coach Prime, and he wouldn't be wrong. Flipped the number one recruit or number two, depending on who you listen to, in the country. Top two recruit. Top two recruit in the country from his alma mater, <laughs> Florida State. Flips him to Jackson State, prompting some jersey burning, some. Uh, some Fire Mike Norvell. Listen, did you know they had a Twitter spaces with Fire Mike Norvell that Jackson State staffers were in and speaking? Talking about the flip? It's insane. Adding insult to injury. Right? So basically the Jackson State staffers went into the Florida State fans' Twitter spaces and was talking trash. We got your boy. (laughs) So anyway... 
we wanted to talk about this because it's been it's now been a year and a half basically that uh and this is the first full year of recruiting that Deion Sanders has been able to do at Jackson State following his incredible first year as coach. Oh, and of, he ain't done yet. Of the Tigers. And again, they are not done because they do, in fact, have the Celebration Bowl that they will play on Saturday against South Carolina State. They are 11-1 and on the season, Jackson State is. And we talked about this when Jack, when when Dion was hired with Teresa Phillips, the former athletics director at Tennessee State. So we want to bring her in now and talk a little bit more about it, kind of get a, a reaction to what we've seen over the last year, this football season, and now, of course, signing day, where historically black colleges and universities have become a cool place to be again. So, Teresa, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Hey, good afternoon, guys. How are you all doing? We're doing well, Coach. Appreciate you taking some time from being retired to talk to us for a little bit. Um, get right to the biggest reason that we had called you. Like Chris said, you know, um, Coach Prime flipping the number, the top two recruit, um, Travis Hunter, cornerback who had been committed to Florida State, Dion's alma mater, speaking of adding insult to injury, <laughs> and being able to flip him to Jackson State and, and HBCU, and it's created also it's created the buzz that a lot of people were, were expecting when Deion Sanders was named coach at Jackson State. But now there's a little well. now there's a little substance to go with with a little stake to go with the sizzle as boots donnelly would say mm -hmm. you know um mm -hmm. it, is this a unique situation coach or do you expect more of this out of coach sanders well i don't think it's a one-timer um, and and uh, it probably didn't hurt that he was a Florida State alum. You know, sometimes you can tell the story, story <laughs> about your own house better than anyone else can. So, you know, you in recruiting, you use every advantage you have. And uh, having played there, probably he used it as an advantage, too, in, in, in uh, making his pitch to this young man. But, I, I mean, wow. A year ago, had you asked me this? Um, I never think it's impossible to find one five-star guy or one. Now, he's a little bit more than a five-star. When you talk about one of the top two in the nation recruits um, who could have gone to school anywhere he wanted to go. But, I mean, if I had to write down uh, anyone's name who at a FCS school or HBCU could have made that happen, hell, it wouldn't have been hard for me to come up with Coach Prime. So, I mean, he did. There we go. I mean, but I think it's, it, it's more to what he's doing than signing a five-star guy. And I, I think that that'll be little what he has tried to accomplish in his 14, 15 months down there. And what he says is his ultimate goal, and that is to raise the standards at HBCU. Um, and I just will say to those in the SWAC and the rest of HBCUs, FCS programs, you, if you want to compete with Coach Prime and his boys down there you better get on board and get on board real quick because I, you know that train has left the track and um they're not looking back he's doing a lot of things on several levels that i think may make this real and coach you know a, a lot of folks in this community 
kind of see this. And when you say if, if you're going to compete, you, you better get to work and looking at your former place of employment because Tennessee State kind of followed in the footsteps of Jackson State getting a high-profile coach in Eddie George. And, and I've seen some things on social media. You know, Eddie, where's your top two recruit? And obviously it's not as easy as that. But, I mean, the, the bar has been set, has it not? The bar has been set. Uh, I applaud um, the leadership. I think really it was President Glover who really made that happen with, with Coach Eddie. I think bringing in Jeff Fisher as a consultant was big. You know, they're already losing coaches, you know. <laughs> well, they lost Hugh Jackson, the grambling already. But, you know, when you bring in named guys, you, you may lose a few of them. But that that's okay. Go get another one. But, but um, you know, matching what Dion and Coach Prime is doing down in Jackson, Mississippi, and and us doing it here in Nashville, Tennessee, is is not quite comparison of apples and, and apples. It's a little bit apple and orange. But I tell you what, he's laying a groundwork, and it makes anyone who's looking from the outside in, or if you're in the inside having to compete against him. You best, you know what you best be trying to do, and because I don't think they're going to stop. I'm, I'm friends with a high-level academic person down there who, who used to be at Tennessee State, and um, like she says, he's doing things not just for football, not just for athletics, but for the university and the community, and that starts selling. I mean, you know, they're about to have seventy thousand. Hey, listen to this: they're about to have seventy thousand people at the celebration bowl game. And they're high prior to this year with thirty five thousand. Had fifty five thousand. So he yeah, had fifty five thousand at the swag championship game, I think. So fifty five thousand at the swag championship game. They're selling a thousand standing room only tickets at forty dollars a pop in Atlanta. So I mean, his the Dion. I call it the Dion or the Coach Prime factor. <laughs> the Coach Prime factor. It it exists, and you know, I believe the Dion had a plan. Uh, you can say whatever you want to about Dion. He's a diva. He's a this. He's a that. He's one of the best two sport pro athletes ever in the history of, of athletics. Uh, but he had a plan, and I think the key for this working so far, and I don't see it stopping, is that he was able to sell the university, meaning the AD, more importantly, the president, the board, on supporting his plan. And so, you know, uh, he, it's, it's a real deal, you know. It's a real deal, and and but now you know they're they're going they're doing things with their facilities. They're doing things with the support uh, for those student athletes. They're doing it across the board, and because you're still not going to hold on to a five star if you don't have uh, some of the things that that they would come to expect. And uh, and I think Jackson State is on board with doing all of that stuff, as is. Uh, from from what I'm observing at Tennessee State, they're they're improving so many things uh, that we just didn't have when I was AD there. So I'm very proud to see uh, them making those improvements. It's interesting, Coach, as as you look at Twitter, and I, I probably spend way too much time on there, but the the backlash <laughs> that there was regarding Travis Hunter's signing with Jackson State, you know, basically people <laughs> saying he was selling himself short by going to Jackson State. But, you know, if you look at it, it, right. it makes some sense. I mean, if you if you are a five-star cornerback, why would you not want to go play for 
arguably, or as Chris would say, it's not an argument, the greatest corner ever to play the game at the highest level. You know, I think they're selling the young man short. Sometimes we all sell young people short, like they're as short visions as we are. Um, he is an autonomous human being uh, that made a choice with his family. Uh, based on what you just said, if there were no other factors, it makes sense to any, you know, uh, observer who is an FCS, uh, a Florida State grad, you know, um, they just, you know, they, 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 and they need to be very careful because when your fan base lashes out on a 17, 18 year old kid like this, mm-hmm. um, there are other 17, 18 year old kids that you're trying to recruit too. <clears throat> and it just kind of sells the, uh, the opposing <laughs> recruiters on the fact that you're really just using these kids for their bodies, for their whatever, and that they don't have free will to do what they and their family think is best for them. And that gets into something where we could have a whole nother show on. Uh, but, you know, uh, they, they best be careful about that because I believe some of the Twitter uh, uh, statements will be used against them in future recruiting. 100%. It's exactly why the University of Tennessee did not do a great job of signing Tennessee athletes in-state this year, but I'm hoping that's going to change as well for not just Tennessee but other schools in the state. We've got about a minute 45, mm-hmm. Teresa, so I don't, I don't I, you know, I, I want to get your quick reaction okay. to this and your, your thoughts, but HBCUs mm-hmm. are, like I said, a cool place to be now, and Coach Prime is, an, is a major uh, factor in that. How does that help the HBCUs across, you know, across the country grow mm-hmm. now? Well, they, they've got to capitalize on it. I think that Jackson State will. Uh, I mean, you can't buy the type of, uh, of uh, attention that they've gotten nationally over the last 30 hours. Uh, Dion's been getting attention for them all year, though, if you really look at it. Mm-hmm. This has kind of propelled it even higher. People will jump on that, but, you know, in the end, you still have to have substance. And I think still the leadership at these schools, because, you know, the transfer portal with free will for these athletes, you know, they might get excited and come initially. Or do you have what it's going to take to keep them in your program and to really propel yourself uh, into being, if nothing else, playing for national championships on the FCS level? I don't envision a lot of HBCUs because of their enrollment levels, because of their endowment amount, really being FBS level schools. And that sometimes offends people, but you know, you just got to be the best of what who you are, what you are. If you're small, be the best small. You know what I mean? Make so the I big time where you are, Mo. That's yeah, it. yeah, it. Mo. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. We're trying. <laughs> Teresa Phillips, retired AD at Tennessee State, with us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Come back. Thank you. Take care, guys. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. 
Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Sports talk like it used to be. You know, like your crazy uncle used to listen to. Only better. Here's Chris and Mo. Yeah. Welcome back in. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Uh, Mo. Late kick with Josh Pate. Josh Pate, who is um, does national college football writing for twenty four seven sports and has a podcast. Pretty, pretty intelligent guy, I thought. <laughs> until wow. until this uh, until this particular, uh, and I don't know if this is his. If, if somebody said this to him and he just decided to make a poll about it, or if this would be his opinion or whatever. Would you return to the BCS era if it also meant scrapping NIL and the portal? And I'm like, uh, Matt, I got this from from Matt Brown, who quote tweeted and said, would I want to return to a worse system if it also meant getting rid of two things that are net positives? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm glad that he said that because, yeah, that's that's the perfect characterization of what this guy is asking. I mean, we're going to get rid of three good things. No. <laughs> no. To me, this is like asking, would I eliminate air travel? If it also meant we got rid of antibiotics, like no, <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. Would, would I get rid of sliced bread? If that also meant getting rid of ground beef, like, no, 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 it would not. As a no. matter of fact, no. <laughs> that's, that's thank you a, for asking though i i guess thanks for asking <laughs> anyway yeah. you know it's no longer wednesday but we got some wild and wacky stuff going on in the world of college sports <laughs> that was the first thing i thought when i saw this like too bad we missed this for wild and wacky well we can go back and we can retroactively do some wild and wacky a little time travel huh? here on thursday <laughs> give us a little wild and wacky yes <laughs> some wild and wacky music that's because this fits. Oh, it no, most certainly fits. Um, for the low, low price of three hundred and fifty dollars, three hundred and fifty American tree fitty, <laughs> tree fitty plus a ticket if you want to see the game after. 
Do you have to buy the ticket too? It's not included. Ticket is not included. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> thought it couldn't get worse, and yet here we are. You for three hundred and fifty dollars, or as South Park chef would say, about tree fitting. You can help set up the locker room before game time <laughs> in Exact Tech Arena, home of the Florida Gators, who just lost to lost to Texas Southern Texas last Southern week by fifteen. At home, you could have set the locker room up for that. So you can help the equipment staff make all the necessary preparations to the locker room and bench area, outfit each locker, check the pressure on the basketballs, and more in this truly unique experience. Your day will start early, hours before tip-off at the basketball practice complex as you pass national championship trophies and final four floors from years gone by. (laughs) Yes, years gone by, because we're not going there now. You'll load up the equipment truck with shoes, uniforms, game balls, warm-up gear, and everything the team needs for game day. When you arrive at Exact Tech Arena and help the equipment staff set up the locker room and bench area, which is not a sentence, by the way, but it doesn't get any more behind the scenes in this incredible experience. Asterisk, asterisk, purchase does not include admission to the game. So... You're going to pay $350 to help set up the locker room. To and work. Then if, and then if you want to stay and watch the game after the locker room is set up, you need to buy a ticket. I, <laughs> Stop. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. No. I'm not mad at Florida. No. I'm at not all. mad at Florida, but. Whoever signed off on this, whoever came up with this, deserves a medal. And they deserve a cut of whatever they make out of this. <laughs> a little, little, little but, commission action. Mm-hmm. But but if anybody is willing to pay this. Take their money. Absolutely. Because you're an idiot. Absolutely. Take their money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Don't admit they're fans of your program, though, because, well, they're idiots. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Uh a little extra wild and wacky. Well, it is wild. You could you could say the same about what Westview five star quarterback recruit said about the ACC in a story. Ty Simpson just keeping it real. I ain't wrong. Nope. He said, I, "You know, I never dreamed of playing at Clemson. I always saw stuff from Coach Sweeney." Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence. It's a great place, and I absolutely fell in love with the campus and the people, but it's far from home, and I didn't. I don't want to play in the ACC. I grew up watching the SEC on Saturdays. There you go. Alabama, Clemson. I mean, over the last few years, it's as equal as it gets in college football at the top. I mean, Clemson isn't – is still not on Alabama's level, but they are the closest thing to it. Were. Well, we'll see. Well, I mean, as you've said, when they've had a great quarterback, they've been great. And if Ty Simpson had gone. Maybe they'd have had a great quarterback. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, so it's just amazing to me that the the difference was – what he saw, you know, just the fact that he grew up watching the SEC. I mean, he grew up with this the CBS game. There's not an ACC national game of the week in the middle of the day every day, every week, you know? 
So I I can't be mad at him. Mm-mm. It's just it, it's it's interesting to me for sure that someone would say the quiet part out loud. But well, I mean, why would he not? Why not? I mean, what's what's he? Doesn't hurt him anymore. He's signed, sealed, delivered. Of course, now if if things don't work out at Alabama. That's one less spot for him, I guess. I am interested in the Alabama quarterback situation because the quarterback room is pretty deep right now. And, you know, over the, even with Bryce Young, they've not let him kind of use his mobility to his advantage. And sometimes, you know, when you got a guy like Ty Simpson, who we found out firsthand is awfully mobile, Mm -hmm. you know, why not use it? Well, I'm just curious how that's going to play out for Alabama in the, you know, as this quarterback room continues to grow and, Depending who the offensive coordinator is, because they, because it's not going to be Bill O'Brien, probably not, yeah. and not for any other reason. That he, I mean, he may be gone, one way or another, right? Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? It's it's interesting. Uh, speaking of Dabo, he had a a thought on the transfer portal, and. Dabo and Chiswick should just go I to am, some island somewhere. I'm not entirely opposed to this one. This is this is not a bad idea. You have to sit out the year. But if you graduate, you get the year back. So if you transfer, you still have to sit out the next year. But if you graduate... Then you get the year back, and it supposedly keeps the focus on graduating college. So, I I actually don't hate the idea. <laughs> when we start making coaches sit out a year when they go from school to school, then we can get a little bit more serious about making players sit out. I mean, I, I don't understand why it's okay to restrict some people's movement and not others. I'm just saying, I don't hate that particular idea because, and I think one, it, it eliminates the free agency part of it because Lane Kiffin basically said, look, we got free agency in college football. That's what it is. It is what it is. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm just telling you that's where we are. And he's probably not wrong. I don't disagree with that. Uh, I guess I, I'm I'm failing to necessarily see what's wrong with it. Um, those are some tough decisions for 17, 18, 19-year-olds to make. And I just think there's a lot that goes into it. Uh, and they don't need to be reckless about it, but at the same time, if you're a quarter, you're, you're talking about the quarterback room at Alabama. I mean, you get to Alabama, and it's like all these dudes can play. 
you know, what I'm putting on film isn't what some of these guys are putting on film. I can't beat these guys, but I can play. Why should I not be able to go somewhere where I can play if that's South Alabama or West Alabama or wherever I that is? I personally think that if if it was Power 5, G5, if, if, if you went from Power 5 to G5 that you didn't have to sit out, you could still play D1. You shouldn't be able to go like, like power it used five. to be mm-hmm. like it used to be when you went down, yeah, or or went up, right. So I, I mean, I could see that being, you know, part of it. Well, if you were sleepy on your drive home, this segment is not going to help you because the rain, <laughs> the rain sounds are coming in, <laughs> and we've got um, amazingly good mics. Clearly, yeah, but but I agree with you. Mm-hmm. That there is an issue with, you know, if I can't play here, I need to go somewhere I can play. But I also think that getting the year back on the back end and not, as long as we don't force them to, you know, go to a grad program or something like that, even if they just, you know, well, they just get the year. Like they get to play football for a year. Well, how are you going how are you going to play college football and not be a college student? Well, there there are ways around that. I mean, you you can take a you can take classes that are that that give you 3 hours basically mm-hmm. that keep you enrolled in the school. And you can and and so like I did that one time with the only class that I took was the student newspaper. So the only class that they take is football. And that's the class. And they get three credit hours for it or whatever. There are ways around it. And I feel like that's a pot, you know, that could be some way to eliminate folks just leaving willy nilly. Because here's the problem the problem is not the kids just leaving, the problem is those fringe kids, there's 72 quarterbacks in the, in the portal. And there ain't 72 spots. <laughs> so maybe we need and, to discourage them in some way. And and those 72 quarterbacks in the portal are inhibiting 72 junior college slash high school Potentially. quarterbacks. It's it's an issue and I don't know how I don't know how we address it, but it's certainly an issue. I just think there needs to be something that that would decentivize the idea of just leaving willy-nilly and with no no repercussion at all whatsoever. I think your coach leaves, you can leave. Fine. You know, if it, Gus Malzahn gets fired and Bo Nix wants to transfer, no harm, no foul. But outside of that, I think you kind of oh, – Okay. How far does that go? I think it's got to be a head coach. I don't think you can do <laughs> coordinators. Or position coaches. Or position coaches. Or the guy that signed you. I think it's got to be a head coach. Because I, 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 when you go to a school, you are going – you are committing to a coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where you have to draw the line. Some people are. Unless you're in LSU. And you're just going to LSU. No, I think, LSU. I think there are other there are other components. Sure. but it, and, and this is a whole other conversation, too, of why kids are going to college football. 
what are the priorities. Mm-hmm. Um, because to say, for NIL, all of them, it's not getting a degree. NIL is probably number one right now. Be like a, a guy who played at my hometown high school, Gary Dorsey, who was told by a coach that, you know, you're to be in the football facility at X time. He said, well, coach, my class don't get out till X time. He you're, said, well, you better be at the football facility by X time. He said, coach, I'm going to class. I came here to get an education. I ain't worried about football. That guy wasn't there next Auburn. semester, was he? Auburn. Okay. So, Good for him. He wasn't there next semester, was he? <laughs> I don't remember. This is late 80s. But, yeah. So, there are some kids like that, but most of them are in it for the money right now. So, let's talk bowls. Make some picks. We've got, what, six here? Five. Five five games to pick. Let's do that on the other side. Stick around. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Festop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. It's not already. It will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at leecompany.com. That's leecompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. The sports talk show you've always wanted. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. From preps to pros. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, we are live from the Lee Company Studio and the Front Porch Sports Headquarters of WKOM 1017 FM. Glad that you have joined us and are hanging out with us here on this Thursday edition in our final segment as we get ready to start picking the bowl games. That's exciting. Mo, there are 42 bowl games this year, is that correct? I believe that's what you said. It's 41 or 42. I I think think it's 42. 42. Mm -hmm. They added the extra bowl game, which means... There's time to catch up. Still anybody's ballgame. 
But hope springs eternal. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun picking these bowl games as we get to go ATS against the spread. And for that, we hand the keys over to JP. He's earned them. <laughs> he drives everywhere we go. Yes. Um, all right. Um, well, guys, um, I'm sure our listeners are probably curious how our picks ended up in the regular season. They may be. I am not. Yep. So we'll uh, we'll oblige. Um, Chris ended up with a record of fifty and eighty, which is really good considering where I was after week four. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I like it. Positive. Positive attitude about it. Um, Mo. Not not Mostradamus. That's high school. This is this is just Mo. Um, 61 and 69. And you, you can you made a good comeback, though. You can tell the difference. You made a good comeback, though. Yeah. You can't. You finished strong. Finished strong. Uh, yours truly ended up uh, above 500, 68 and 62. Show me the money. Please, somebody. <laughs> Last three weeks. Please, somebody. JP, you and yep. I have tied, so uh, yeah. I'm feeling okay. good. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm playing my best ball at the right time. There you, you go. Do you want to unveil your strategy for uh, for the bowls, or, or is that something you want to keep? I don't have a strategy. Uh, I thought I did, but I yeah. don't because, um, yeah, I don't have a strategy here. I started looking at these at these lines, and I'm like, yep. oh dear God. No, okay, Mo, what's your strategy? Picking the best team. Okay. I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, I, I don't I, – I I try not to overthink mm-hmm. it. Don't um, think you only hurt the team. This is uh, this is not within our our online pick'em pool. There is one, the Capital One Bowl Mania 2021. Yeah. We're going to post a link. Okay. Uh, I will post a link and make a group. Okay. And uh, if you want to join it, you can. Well, to my cool. point, my picks are not – I'm not going to have how many – who's picking who. What percentage of people? So, oh, so in other words, part of your strategy no longer exists, is what you're saying, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. see willy nilly. All right, mm-hmm. you guys ready? Um, first up will be the Bahamas Bowl. That is tomorrow, Friday, 11 a.m. Uh, these are Central Time. Is that right, Chris? I believe so. Okay, uh, MTSU versus Toledo and Toledo minus seven and a half. They are the favorites. Oh. Since joining Division One A slash FBS, my Blue Raiders are two and six in bowl games. Mm. And between that and the Rockets being a seven and a half point favorite, I don't have a whole lot of confidence, unfortunately going into this one so I, I think I'm going to take Toledo and hope that I am wrong as I have been 69 other times this year well that's one of those Mo where you can um, you can come out a winner either way because if Toledo wins you selected correctly if MTSU wins my your team heart, won your team won so yeah. you, you can swallow that so either either my head wins or my heart wins uh-huh. there yeah. we go okay. yeah. Yeah. that's a nice hedge yeah the line has moved to 10. Oh, oh. 
so so a lot of other people felt the same way that I did. Then. So what are we? So we're going with what we what you have down here, right? The Capital One Bowl. Okay, which Maybe. starts was uh, locked in Monday, pretty early, probably pretty early. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the line has moved to ten. Uh, so there's that. Um. Daquan Finn and that Toledo offense is really good. They don't turn the ball over very much. Uh, and But Middle Tennessee State leads the nation in turnovers and defensive touchdowns with fifteen or 31 turnovers and six defensive touchdowns. So that's going to play a role. I don't think it's going to be enough, though. I got the Rockets in this one, but, boy, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see uh, Nick Vadiato and Reed Blankenship deserves to go out on a win. That is true. That is true. Would love to see it. Don't think it's going to happen. Um, obviously, the heart with the Blue Raiders, but I think everything Mo said is is very accurate. And it took um, a couple of wild and crazy plays in Middle's last game just to get here. Um, they're going to the Bahamas. Nice I, vacation. I think they're happy to be there. So, as they should be. As they should, as be. They I'd should be. be. I'd be happy I'd to be, be there, happy too. too. But yeah. for our purposes, I'm going with Toledo as well. All right. Uh, up next is the Cure Bowl, Northern Illinois versus Coastal Carolina. And this is in Orlando. And our guest from yesterday, Don Davenport, is going to be on the sidelines for that. Um, it is an eight-and-a-half-point Coastal Carolina favorite. You know, you talk about MTSU being happy to be there at the Bahamas Bowl. I think Northern Illinois is in much the same situation. Uh, you're going from Northern Illinois to Orlando <laughs> the week before Christmas. Yeah. There, there's worse places to be, like in Northern Illinois. But um, <laughs> I just like the momentum that that Coastal Carolina goes into this ball game with you know uh, I think in a nationally televised contest you know they've they've really created a lot of buzz around that program Uh, I'm still shocked that Jamie Chadwell is still there but um I think the chance get this one I like Coastal Carolina I lied, JP. I, I think mm-hmm. my strategy is whoever I think is going to win, I'm picking the other one. Uh, the George Costanza? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I think Coastal should cover, so I'm picking Northern Illinois in this one. Uh, the line has moved to 10.5, but on the Capital One Bowl Mania, it's a 50-50 pick. 50-50 now? split. Yeah. Oh, in terms of who, who the people where are the, on. Where the gotcha. money is. Where oh, the well, money line is. I mean, where, where people are picking. Yeah, so that's interesting. Okay. At, at eight and a half, it was 50-50. Yeah. Um, Dawn mentioned yesterday in previewing this game that how exciting Coastal Carolina in particular should be to get here because their fans couldn't go to the bowl game last year. So um, I think Coastal's going to uh, play out. I like them to cover. All right, uh, uh, that is at 5 o'clock, by the way, on Friday. All right, we move to... Saturday morning, 10 a.m., the Boca Raton Bowl, Western Kentucky versus App State. Uh, This could get entertaining. Um, You've got some really good offenses, of course, including the quarterback at Western, but uh, App State, a a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this one, Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Central. Man. Breakfast with the Mountaineers, huh? (laughs) Yeah. I am. Or the Hilltoppers. No. Either way, you're going up. (laughs) 
<laughs> you like that? Mountains, mountains are higher than hills. So yeah, we're not climbing any mountains, though, as we discussed yesterday. So I, I stand by, and, and I'm one and one with this strategy. I'm never picking Western Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So 100 miles of Pete. That still it. exists. Yes, sir. Again, mountains are higher than hills. App State. <laughs> yeah, I, I like App State. When, Top, topography 101. Topography, right. yeah. <laughs> um, I was um, I was excited when I clicked on this and saw it was just a two-and-a-half-point spread in favor of App State. Yeah. I'll take that all day long. I like the Mountaineers in that one. All right, uh, the Celebration Bowl, Saturday at 11 a.m. Central. Um, this is South Carolina State versus Coach Prime's Jackson State. 11 and a half point favorites are Jackson State. What's uh, 11 to 1? We mentioned earlier Jackson State's. What's South Carolina State's record? Uh, seven, six and five. Six and five. Okay. <laughs> Just FYI. There you go, Mo. So this game is at 11 a.m. Sarah, do you know what that means? This is not prime, prime time. <laughs> that I, that I, said, I'll I'm, give you a ding for that one. That said, I'm taking the Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the Bulldogs got much for, for prime. Uh, Anytime it's prime time when the Jackson State Tigers are on the field and 11 a.m. doesn't matter. They are going to roll in this one. Yeah, Jackson State's going to squeeze the orange out of Orangeburg from South Carolina State. Uh, I, I just, yeah. 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 No. Maybe stretch. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like Jackson State to cover in this one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just think they've just got too much momentum going. Yeah. And with the season they've had, a loss wouldn't do mm-hmm. here, I don't think. So. Uh, and the crowd's going to be crazy. Oh, it's going to be fun. Seven. Uh, it's, it's inside the. It's inside the dome. In Atlanta, it's right? Going to mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's going to be an absolute just spectacle to watch, and uh, I am excited to yeah. see it. Uh, it will be on ABC. It will. I mean, it'll be the third time Jackson State's been on national television this year. So don't tell me that nobody's watching them. Yep. Because they're, they're definitely being seen. But anyway. All right. Uh, and finally, picks for today, as we will have more picks coming up Wednesday of next week. This is the New Mexico Bowl, Saturday, 115 uh, uh, Central. We need, we'll need we pick some tomorrow as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we will pick some tomorrow. We, um, what are we picking tomorrow? More games between Saturday and that's Wednesday. Right. That's right. Uh, Saturday, 115 PM. We just didn't have time PM. to get them all in. <laughs> Yeah, spread it. Spread the love. Uh, UTEP versus Fresno State in this one. Um, and this is being played, of course, in New Mexico. At uh, right Be- the- Being that it's the yeah. New Mexico Bowl and all. <laughs> right in the middle of El Paso and Fresno. Uh, Albuquerque. It's at University Stadium in Albuquerque. And I- so, all right. Uh, it is a 14.5 point spread in favor of Fresno State. Two touchdowns and a hook mo yeah that's a lot that's a big number Uh, that's that number scares me i I think i'm gonna have to go with utep okay it's a big number but it's it's plenty there's plenty of bulldog to take care of it they they've defeated san jose state they you know beat san diego state by 10 beat nevada I, i mean this is a really good Fresno State team, and I don't think UTEP is really all that great. Uh, the only game that they're one and four in their last five, 
with their only win being over Rice. I just don't think they're – I don't even know how they're bowl eligible. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> literally, here's the thing. They've won – they beat New Mexico State at New Mexico State, and they beat New Mexico, so apparently they like winning in in against them. Yeah. So I don't think it matters. I think it's Fresno. I'll tell you how they're bowl eligible. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, they 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 won six games. Yeah, or yeah. seven. I always like to go with bowls. Who's happier to be there? Who's more motivated? Um, I think it's going to be UTEP. I I think UTEP is the answer to and that I, and question. I, I think so. For that reason, I think they cover. I don't think they win, but they, I think they cover. That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think they cover. So, all right, there you go. We'll have more picks coming up tomorrow. Um, so uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah, we, we have starting with the Independence Bowl, and we will go all the way through the Armed Forces Bowl. Mm-hmm. And for those watching on Facebook, just in case you missed earlier, here are the numbers of uh, how we've done this year <laughs> as we head into this our guy. bowls. We will have a good show tomorrow. It's got. <laughs> we're hoping to have some talk right about uh, some some big basketball games this weekend. Yeah, so, some big college basketball games. A lot of college football. We will obviously talk about the Titans and Steelers game. We'll have Andrew either on the phone or hopefully in studio. So come back tomorrow. Going to be a lot of fun. We got a lot to talk about, and uh, looking forward to it. So again, thank you guys for hanging out with us here. We'll be back tomorrow at four o'clock on. Radio, WKOM. For Mo and JP, I'm Chris Yow saying have a great day and stay cool, Columbia.